0: Welcome to the blog at WKNC.org slash blog. I am DJ Ones, also known in real life as Michael Jones, and I am joined by our fine program director,
1: Mason Morris, also known as DJ Mason. That's his DJ name, not his real person name. No, my real person name, I'm just Mason, but um, I, I used to be Ms. Mr. Memes. Mr.
0: Mean! Mr. <laughs> mean! All right, well, we're here to talk about something that's new and interesting, and we're we're kind of going to see how it pans out, because it's still in its really early stages, and we are, of course, talking about Google Music, as you can tell by the name of this article that we're putting this in.
1: Google Music, and we will come up with an interesting name, I'm sure. But of course, Google Music is kind of the opponent to um, Amazon's cloud. What what is it?
0: It's their cloud. The Amazon cloud. cloud. And
1: also, um, Apple has just announced news of their iCloud. So lots of cloudy things going on. This is definitely Google's response.
0: It's kind of a cloudy area. Ah, ha, ha. Pretty cloudy, fun. yes. But um, so it's it's kind of interesting what they're doing. Now, the concept itself, of course, is you take your entire music library and you store it in, on their hard drives, basically. So it's off-site storage and you can access this from a mobile device or from any computer that has an internet connection. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our experiences with that today and just kind of give a rundown for those that are maybe still awaiting their beta invite. Of course, it is in beta and it is invite only, but you can sign up if you have a Google account uh, and are interested in in figuring out what it's all about. And I've I've had it for a little over a week now. Right.
1: And I've had mine for about a month. And so some of you are probably wondering, like, oh, why is this interesting? Why do I care about this? I keep hearing about the cloud and I don't really understand what the point is. So I think that the best way to summarize what is so interesting about this is that back when I was in middle school looking for an iPod, um, an iPod, I guess it was like an iPod mini. um, Of course, my question was, oh my God, what am I gonna get that will store all of my music? And so what the cloud services are doing is it's basically taking away that problem because you don't have to have um, so much storage anymore since as long as you have an internet connection or satellite connection, you can basically connect and get all of your music without having to worry about storing it on your hard drive, right?
0: That, yeah, and it's, it's kind of showing uh, this changing trend. You know, it, it, if, if we're going to talk about the progression of technology over time, you, you have vinyl and A-Tragon cassettes and CDs, and now it's going pretty much digitally, and I think companies are starting to change that way. So to have some big companies come out like Amazon and Apple... And Google some of the major forces in the tech industry and showing how they are quintessentially changing how people access their music is kind of an interesting thing to kind of step back and look at for a second and look at it during its early stages to see where exactly they're going and if the service is worthwhile for that matter. So
1: what was your experience with uploading your music? Well and I guess we should also mention so basically whenever you get your beta invite they tell you okay go ahead and download this piece of software. And so once you download the software on your computer, which works on Windows and Mac, um, it sits there and starts to upload all of your music.
0: Yeah, basically. And so um there are a couple of steps along this process when you when you first come in. Um you can choose like favorite genre, in which case they will throw tracks that are that they have access to for free, and they'll they'll just throw those in your library regardless of whether or not you actually like them. And you can delete them if you don't like them, which is what I did in my case.
1: Of course. And you're already reviewing tons of music, so that's kind of Yeah. I'd love to know if you think that's a good thing or a bad thing that they're adding free tracks.
0: It's okay. But, um, yeah. so you get that and you, you can get the service and the service basically scans your entire music library or, or whatever it is designated on your computer and starts to upload it to their, their hard drive, their offsite hard drives in the, the cloud as it is called. And it t- it took me, I can't remember the exact, about 4,000 tracks took about 13 hours but that's, well, I'm also on an incredibly fast NC State quality um, broadband connection. Of course. So of course it is going to take <laughs> that, it's, that's going to be a, a quick time. I expect people who have larger libraries and slower internet connections for it to take more. Um, if you have a faster internet connection, that's pretty awesome. If you're on that Fios I know it, fiber
1: optic fiber optics. Yes, maybe um, you're like in Google's um, What's the neighborhood that they built where they actually provided? Yeah <laughs> Wi-Fi now I am living in residential apartments off campus and therefore I'm using um, Pretty consumer grade internet access and I when I first got the Google music service had about 9,000 tracks in my library Um, it took me a total of like a week and four days to get everything uploaded. That was me leaving it overnight each night. Um, and finally, like, somewhere after the first week, I was like, I am sick of this. It is on 5,000 songs. And I, I actually came in for the day to the studio and just left my computer here um, to finish uploading. And so that went definitely quicker, but it's not an option for most people.
0: And for those that, that have to do it intermittently, it will just pick up wherever you left off, basically. And right. it's a continual process of uploading. So if you are worried about... Um, Limits for uploading? I don't know if those have started going underway yet. Yeah,
1: so that's another really interesting thing about Google Music is that at the moment, I think they are saying 20,000 tracks is the limit. I think that's what I've read. And it's all free for the beta, which is in stark contrast to Amazon and um, even with Apple, where they're not really putting a limit on tracks, you would still have to pay for things that you didn't buy in the iTunes store.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, still, they're kind of working out. And that's a question I'll get to later is, would you pay for this service mm-hmm. if it were to release and come out of beta? Um, but, I mean, it wasn't Google, like, um, it wasn't Gmail in beta for the longest time? Years and years and years ago. They and only beta.
1: removed that title, like, a year or two ago.
0: But, uh, well, let's talk about that soon. Let's get back to the experience. So, after you've uploaded this, of course, there are, really two or three ways that you can go about accessing this music on a mobile device like a tablet or a smartphone or just your uh, computer as well so if you if I were to log into um, the computer that we're recording this on I could pull up my entire library that it shows right
1: Um, so there's a nice web interface um, and you can kind of access everything it's got all the playlists so my Google music account is linked directly to iTunes and whenever I add playlists to iTunes, it automatically uploads those. Um, it has like a recently added section. Um, every week for my show, I actually make a playlist. And so it's pretty nice that I can now access that from anywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we have computers in the studio that you can pull that up from. So, I mean, that makes that easier. Um, the interface itself is very clean. It's th- There's not a whole lot going on. It runs, I'm pretty sure, what does it go on, HTML5? Right, which, which is
1: is a nice thing because um although there's not an iOS application for if you've got an iPhone or an iPod touch, you can actually navigate to music.google.com using Safari or another browser on your mobile device. Yeah. Well
0: it's definitely catered to the Android system and we'll get about the we'll talk about the mobile experience soon. Um but yeah, let's get back to just on a browser, on on a computer browser. How how does it feel for you? I mean you you did like the playlist feature um it it will show you what you've recently been added.
1: Right, it shows what's recently been added. You can also um using their web interface create instant mixes, I think they call it instant playlists. Um so you can choose any track and start a playlist and it will go ahead and like find tracks that it thinks sound like it, which I've had pretty good experience with. It's it's very similar to Genius and the um iTunes program and I guess using Last.fm or Pandora.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, the rating system for the tracks itself are very um, polar. You can yeah. give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It's yeah. basically it. It's not that five star system that um, Windows Media Player has and that iTunes has and that probably other um, software that that plays music, uh, especially those that have that charge per month fee. Like uh, I think Napster does that. Right. That's what now. And um, there are a couple other services like that right now but otherwise it's simple. I mean, there's not a whole lot to really get confused about the service so far.
1: Yeah. You pretty much, um, (laughs) it's pretty underwhelming, but I think that's, that's pretty good actually. Um, whenever I would listen to music in the studio here, I would have to like change some chords. I'd have to pull the speaker, um, input out of the back of the computer and then plug it into my iPod. And it was kind of frustrating. Now I can just go online and have instant access to all of my music. They're is no complication it's just i want to hear that track and so i play it
0: yeah and i mean it's it's really straightforward and what you see is what you get it's not necessarily like that google wave where you get it <laughs> and you're like google wave this is going to blow everybody's mind and you yeah get on and, it, and you by I blow mind do. they meant like nobody knew how to yeah do this. <laughs> nobody knows what what to do with that but, well people are certainly going to know what to do with this it's a very familiar layout um categorized by artists Album song every, pretty much everything it shows that, all of your album art. Yeah, pretty much great. everything that you have come to expect from um, a a like just piece of software is now available on a browser. So that's I mean it's a nice it's a clean interface. Um, I was trying to think of another point here.
1: So I mean, as far as the browser is concerned, you can also uh, make playlists and then sync. It's kind of one way syncing though, which is a little frustrating for me. Um, I like to build playlists in iTunes and then it would be nice if when I added to them in Google Music, it went back to iTunes. But of course that doesn't happen. So um, any changes made to Google Music are exclusive to Google Music.
0: One thing that I that kind of took me back and I wasn't really expecting it and it confused me as to why I did it. But um, I listen to a heaping helping of podcasts every week. Pretty much every day, I listen to the BBC Five Live Football Daily podcast, which nice. is their soccer podcast.
1: I, I used to listen to podcasts. Now I kind of have phased it out, but I was always a fan of Muggle Cast uh, and yeah. Potter Cast. Oh, well, yeah.
0: um, so it, it starts coming up. And those were starting to show up, in, um, the which kind of took me back. I thought it would only take the the music library, but it, it went into podcasts into other spaces. So I started seeing um, Sound Off pop up, and I started seeing. Um, like th- that BBC podcast and a couple other, like uh, This American Life, and
1: so they just throw it into yeah yeah
0: well at least for me it started popping up now I it was just pulling from my iTunes and I'm on a Mac and I I mean that's pretty much what it was so kind of an interesting a little off putting I didn't necessarily want those there like I right. kind of keeping those to the side because, because even if I don't, it was
1: adding it it would be nice if it were to categorize it.
0: Yeah, I don't consider that as music, but no. if, it, if it showed it up as podcast, that would be perfectly fine with me because I could create a whole different thing that said podcast. So that was the one, not really complaint, but kind of inconvenience so far. If So if there was something that I had to pick out that I didn't like about the service was that it's, I mean, it's still in the rough stages and it, it's pretty much going to take everything that it you give it to work with and upload that. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's get a little to the mobile, I guess, mobile experience.
1: So, what kind of phone do you use?
0: Well, I have an HTC inspire. this is a t and t's four um, g phone, and this was one of the I guess well, I mean there most of the droid phones will be compatible with the the Google music um, application that they currently have.
1: Yes, and actually, um I believe that when you sign up for the beta, it asks you um, if you're a droid user, mm-hmm. um they're definitely favoring, as far as invitations go, people who have the droid platform.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, um, the the app itself is also very clean. Um, big letters, big artist names, big album names kind of stroll across. One thing that is really nice about this is that if you do not have a song stored on the, the phone itself, you can store it on that phone.
1: Yeah, so this is pretty much um, going back to this the uh, storage space dilemma where you used to have to really think about how much space you had on your iPod and then like really paying attention to what you were putting on it. Now you can pretty much have anything and it's stored in the cloud. And then if you want to hear it on demand, you can listen to it. And then if you want to actually store it, you can click and download it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can basically download it and make it available offline is what they call it available offline. Um but one thing that I it's kind of precautionary and I'm they know that this is a concern for many users is how much of a hog this is going to be, not only on your battery, but of your data plan. Right. Um, and so a lot of the, I guess, early worries are about um, whether or not using this so heavily will extend over your cap if you don't have an unlimited plan. And that could certainly be the case. So right now, when it comes to listening to music, um, I'm pretty much exclusively doing it via Wi-Fi. Occasionally, I'll go through the, um, the mobile internet but that's in rare instances.
1: And as an unlimited data user myself, I don't have those concerns unless Verizon decides that Google Music is using too much. And then they're like, oh, we're going to put a cap on it. And that would be pretty unfortunate. You just so wait. You just I wait. am waiting.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, and I think there was a couple of hiccups in the process for getting this application on your phone. Um, and that is the biggest problem that one is going inter- to encounter. Um, with this device or with listening to this on the phone. Or one of a couple of problems. So I downloaded the application and installed it on my phone before I had my entire library uploaded to the Google Music Cloud. And the initial problem was after I had all of that music uploaded, um, the device its or not the device, but the application itself wasn't finding all of those tracks.
1: Right. And I actually had the same problem on um... I think I recommended a fix to you and it didn't actually work
0: I yeah it did work okay so, so
1: when with the syncing
0: no I tried syncing oh. and that didn't work um yeah
1: so the I mean this program is definitely in beta so it's it's got a lot of hiccups I did the same thing I downloaded the program before I actually had the beta um, invite because I'm just greedy and wanted to see if I could somehow get it to work <laughs> unfortunately that's not the case um so, yeah, it showed my songs that were actually stored on the phone, but as far as showing songs that I had uploaded to the cloud, that was not the case. And so regardless, I uninstalled the program and after installing it again, it started to show them again.
0: Yeah, I mean that that seems to be the quick fix. it's kind of a bit of an inconvenience. Um, the device itself, when it comes to talking when when it comes to like working and playing songs, it's a little clunky at times it's kind of hard to scroll through the songs itself at least yeah. that was my experience. it's also laggy on my it's, droid. yeah it's also a bit laggy and I, I think there need to be other reiterations of this but it looks nice it feels nice it scrolls very similar to that of an ipod right um although it has more of that google flavor to it
1: now one last note on the mobile interface that i really enjoy um it actually scales your music bit rate based on um how much of a signal you have which is really nice it means that if you upload things at 320 kilobits per second, it's actually going to be streaming at 320 kilobits per second if you're on Wi-Fi, and likewise if you are on a really strong signal. But say that you're driving in your car, streaming music on your phone, which I've actually tried on a few occasions, and it's worked pretty well. If you hit a patchy, uh, if you hit a patchy area, it's going to suddenly um, downrate your song, which is pretty nice, and it's it's seamlessly done. So
0: yeah, well, let's get to the one big question that I had at the very start of this and if this became a paid service could you see yourself using this
1: um yeah definitely it's been it's been really surprisingly convenient um i like not having to worry about syncing my ipod in some ways my droid has actually replaced my ipod which i never expected it to do um if i rip a cd or something and then i forget to sync my ipod it's actually in the background on my computer uploading it to the cloud and then it's like oh, surprise, I'm in the car and want to listen to that. And it's just available on the Droid. And I can't see myself spending a lot of money because I'm already buying CDs. But if it were a small fee, I could see myself purchasing this. One. I'm
0: still a bit hesitant to say that I would go out of my way to do it but just because of how often I would use it. Now, at the moment, it, it doesn't seem that often because I'm usually near my own computer. Right. But definitely in those instances where I don't have it around and I really want to listen to something, that, I, like, I really want to listen to a really old track from The Who. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I can do that Definitely from my I own library. But um, I, I guess I'll just have to wait and see. The app is really nice and streamlined. So that's another incentive. And uh, it's also free to download as well. So for those worrying about that. But
1: yes, everything is free right now. Google beta, Google Music. We'll see where this goes.
0: Yeah. Gmail. Wait until they charge for that. Oh, oh man. Gosh. Please. They'd yeah. make a bajillion dollars.
1: Guys, start sending your emails now.
0: (laughs) We have to petition Google. All right. And with that, uh, we're going to wrap up and we're going to get some lunch. So uh, thanks for listening. If you have any questions or concerns or comments, please leave them in the comment box below.